Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will hey, Andrew. Hey, Edwin. I want to talk today about praising God. Well, you've got a Bible in your hand. I do, and specifically, I'm open to Psalm 6. All right, let's talk about it. Psalm 6. Today, I am actually reading from the New International Version. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. Be merciful to me, Lord, for I am faint. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are in agony. My soul is in anguish. How long, O Lord, how long? Turn, O Lord, and deliver me. Save me because of your unfailing love. No one remembers you when he is dead. Who praises you from the grave? I am worn out from groaning all night long. I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. My eyes grow weak with sorrow. They fail because of all my foes. Away from me, all you who do evil. For the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies will be ashamed and dismayed. They will turn back in sudden disgrace. So we're going to talk about praising God. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. All right. So oh, I thought, you were, <laughs> I thought you were going to start saying something right there. <laughs> yes, we're going to talk about praising God yeah. in, a, in a minute. In, in a minute, right. <laughs> yeah, but first, a word from our sponsor. <laughs> so praising God. Uh, here's, here's the thing that I, I get from this. He praises God, and we find this throughout the Psalms. Here, David is asking for deliverance. Mm -hmm. He seems to believe that his life is on the line. And so we're, we're talking about even a physical deliverance from death. And his main concern, and this is so powerful to me, David does not ask for deliverance because, well, hey, I want to live longer. David does not ask for deliverance because, well, I've got some other things I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. David does not ask for deliverance for any reason other than if I die, I won't be able to praise you anymore. Wow. His number one concern in mm -hmm. all of this is the glory of God mm -hmm. and the praise of God. And as long as he is alive, he is able to praise God where it's actually going to do somebody some good. I don't think, I know there's debate about this, and I, I, I do believe that these ancients had a perspective of afterlife. I know some folks say yeah. back here that there was no perspective of afterlife. That's a truly New Testament thing. But I know that in Ecclesiastes, the writing is going to say that I know it will be well with those who fear the Lord. And he's talking about something beyond death. Right. So there was some concept of something happening after death. So David, I don't think is saying, hey, when we go to the grave, that's it. There's just nothing there. I think it's about I have no more participation in the land of the living, which, by the way, is also taught in Ecclesiastes. The, the dead aren't involved in this world anymore. Mm -hmm. I can't praise you where it's going to do any good for anybody else. Where it's going to be heard. Where so, it's going to be heard by people that it can affect and impact and change. So we've been talking about here this psalm begins with the recognition that God is angry, that God is acting uh, justly, but in anger. It's a fear, fearful thing for David. We've talked about how David um, deserves it. He turns, though, to God, trusting in his love, trusting in his mercy. He prays about that. 
not only does he pray for that, and I get that, seeking mercy, seeking blessing, but now we add this layer of praise. I want to praise you. And we've talked about, on the one hand, how, boy, it's difficult when you're angry to love someone. Um, at the same time, maybe we find it difficult to praise God when we feel like we are being uh, punished. Mm. Yeah. So it's but, like a, it's like a, it's easy to praise God when all's right with the world. It's easy to praise God on Sunday, you know, when when we're looking good and we're in church and everything's well. But even when things are terrible, even when we're in messes of our own making, still appropriate to praise God and still important to praise God uh, for the influence that there is upon others. And the faith that David has that we talked about over the last couple of conversations, those conversations where he recognized the love of the Lord, the steadfast love, it's that kind of faith that makes it possible to praise God even when I'm in the middle of all the terrible awfulness that is going on around me, when that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mm-hmm. okay, I, things aren't awful all the time. For no, any of course us. not. And, and we mentioned, I think it was on Monday, how amazing that is. That yeah. things aren't awful for us all the time. So I don't want to act like things are just awful all the time, but sometimes they are. Yeah. And having that faith in the love and steadfast loyalty of mm-hmm. God is what allows me in those moments to praise God as well. There's a subtle thing here, though, that uh, I learned years ago, and I cannot remember who it was years ago that I first heard this from. I, so this is not original with me, but I love to share it because I think it is so powerful and so important. As we go through the Psalms, we see this over and over and over again, that the goal is I want God to be praised, so don't let me die, because if mm. I die, there will be no more praising you. And the point that is made, and I want to remember, is that what the Psalms demonstrate to us is where life is, there is praise. And where praise of God is, that's where life is. Mm. I am only truly living mm-hmm. when I praise God. Mm. I, I don't mean by that that the only time I'm truly living is when I am in the middle of a praise statement. What I'm saying is I only truly have life if I live the kind of life where praising God is part of it. Mm. The folks who don't praise God, they don't have life. Okay. I, I mean, you know, look, they may live in mansions. They may have what they think is fun. They, they may even be happy in and of themselves. Maybe. I don't know. But I tell you what they don't have. They don't have life. life. And it may be that I'm like Lazarus on the side of the road, lame, begging, the dogs licking the sores. Mm. But if I'm praising God... I have real, true life. And that's what's going to carry with me into eternity. I think part of that is also understanding that we have been created to praise him. Mm. I mean, that's the note that the Psalms end on in Psalm 150. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And so what have I been made to do? I have been made to praise him. That's what life is about, an aspect of life is about. And so uh, I think in that respect, we also see this um, differentiation. Boy, then when I'm dead, when I've gone to Sheol or to the grave, uh, I, I, won't be, I won't be praising like I did when there was breath. One of the places that I see this exemplified so amazingly is in Psalm 88. Psalm 88 is by Heman the Ezraite, and it's, the, it's one of those psalms where everything is bad. It's not He-Man. <laughs> that, I guess that was my childhood. 
different creeping in there. Different thing. Heman the Ezraite. And things are bad. And this is the psalm where it's bad at the beginning and it's bad at the end and it's bad all the way through the middle. You know, there are a lot of psalms where there's some shocking things said, but by the time you get to the end of it, the psalmist has come back around to faith and proclaims his faith in God. I see that a little bit in Psalm 6, honestly. Well, it doesn't happen at all in Psalm 88. Mm. But here's what we find smack in the middle of this. Verse 10. This is Psalm 88, verse 10. Do you work wonders for the dead? Do the departed rise up to praise you? Is your steadfast love declared in the grave or your faithfulness in Abaddon? Are your wonders known in the darkness or your righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? Here's the guy that, I mean, he is smack in the middle of all this mm-hmm. hardship, so much in the middle of the hardship that that even the psalm itself that's memorializing this doesn't take a turn for the better or the silver lining. He just doesn't have it there. But even in the midst of that, he's saying, the reason I keep crying out to you is because in death there's no praise. Mm. And, and deliver me that I can praise you, that I can praise you someplace where it's actually going to do somebody some good, where it can impact people and change people. Let me live that I can pray. Because if, if I die in the middle of this, then, then what good is the praise going to be? Yeah. Yeah. Where there is life, there is praise. Where there is praise, there is life. So the question I have to ask is, am I living? Mm. Am, am I, I living? Am, am I, I living? really living? Are you really living? Is, is, uh, that's, that's the key. I think another uh, account you have in the Bible that goes along these lines is with King Hezekiah, who had gotten word from Isaiah the prophet to get his house in order. His life was done. A message from God that he was going to die. And yet Hezekiah prays fervently to the Lord. And before Isaiah has left the, the house, left the palace, another word comes to Isaiah to come and tell him that God has heard your prayer, Hezekiah, and he has extended your days. And in Isaiah chapter 38, there is the account of Hezekiah's response to this blessing, that his life should be extended. In Isaiah 38 and verse 10, I said, Hezekiah said, in the prime of my life, I shall go to the gates of Sheol. I'm deprived of the remainder of my years. Um, you know, he he is so hurt and so crushed at the idea that he's going to die right now, and he feels he is too young. And yet in the words of the prophet that his life is going to be extended with this second chance, there's so many things he declares he's going to do. And I want to draw attention particularly to this issue of I'm going to be praising God. In verse 18 of I am. Isaiah 38, Hezekiah says, For Sheol, that's the place of the dead, cannot thank you. Death cannot praise you. Those who go down to the pit cannot hope for your truth. The living, the living man, he shall praise you as I do this day. The Father shall make known your truth to the children. He said, and you know, you were talking about, did they have a concept of what afterlife mm-hmm. well there's certainly some language there talking about the the pit and sheol the place of the dead um where there's an existence but there is no praising god there and there is no testifying to children teaching children but the living man the living praises and the living declares the truth the father to the children he said i'm going to praise you and i praise you this day so i just think it goes right along with what you're saying where there is life there is praise are we living hezekiah got a second chance at life and this is what was going to characterize his life praising god praising god is th- this is the life mm-hmm. boy you, you remember those commercials 
where they're on the beach or they're out in the woods next to the river and they've caught the fish and they're drinking their beer and they just say, this is the life. Or the idea that so many people have that what the life is when I'm really able to enjoy material things. This is the life when I'm living in the nice house, when I'm driving the nice car, when I've, uh, when I've got a wonderful relationship with I mean, yeah, I, I'm a guy, right. so with a girl or if a woman is listening with a man, uh, that's the life. That's when we're really living. What the Psalms demonstrate is when I'm really living is when I am caught up in the praise of the one true living God. And, and I long to get to the place where when I am praising God, what I want to say is now this, this is the life. It's what I was made for. Yeah. Yeah. We'd love to hear what you're learning from the Psalms. Give us a shout out. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's wrap up with a prayer. God and Father in heaven, we praise you in the land of the living where it can do some people some good, where it can impact folks, where it can be passed on to others and they can find out how amazing and awesome you are. We praise you because you are the creator. You are the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. You are the sovereign Lord. You have created all things and it's by your hand that they are maintained. Uh, You straighten and none can make crooked. You make crooked and none can straighten. You're the one that has brought everything into existence. You give us life and breath and all things. You have saved us by the power of your little finger on your right hand. You've sent your son Jesus to die for us and be resurrected to be our king. And it's in him that we have life. And because we have life, we praise you. And Lord, this, this right here, this is the life. This is living. And we praise you. And may we always praise you, Father. May we have the life that comes with praise. And may we, as long as we have breath, give you the praise that you deserve and that the praise due to your name. We love you, Father. Thank you for loving us first. Through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. Hey, Andrew. Hey, partner. I'm sorry. Howdy, partner. <laughs> I I don't even know what to say to that. Okay. <laughs> sorry, that just threw me so off. I, well. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Don't know why. Okay. okay, let's try again. All right. Hey, Andrew. Hi, Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's going to be that day. <laughs> Hitting the wall. Hitting the wall.